Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Cloth Nappy Geek podcast. Today I'm joined by Vanessa, who is the owner of Lighthouse Kids. We talk about her mission to reduce unnecessary plastic waste and how she wishes to build a community and support parents, particularly those new to cloth. Vanessa thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Um, So let's talk about your own experience of cloth nappies first. Did you use them on your own children and how did you find that? I did I did I um when I was pregnant with my first son he had a rash that wouldn't go away so he was like born this tiny little thing with this little red booty and we just couldn't get like his booty to not be red (laughs) no matter what we did we just put so much cream and stuff and you know it was just not going away it was like that for like two and a half months and so at his like three month appointment I mentioned something to the pediatrician and she was like well yeah no problem let's just put like a little um like steroid cream on it I'm like I don't know it's like I don't know if I want to put steroid cream in my kid or whatever I took the steroid cream but I I told my mom mom I don't want to do it he's so little what if like his little body can't take it and and she's like all right all right I know I know what what to do and she's like let's put some cloth diapers on and I'm like what what (laughs) what are you talking about so so she's like yeah I'll buy some cloth diapers I'm like sure you go do that mom so she went and I don't even know what like we got it was just like some random weird stuff like I don't even know the brand it was just like cloth diaper on this kid and we put it on and within like about like I want to say like 48 hours of using the cloth like his little booty was like normal and I never seen it I was like oh my god it was the diapers. He's allergic to diapers, uh, to regular diapers, you know, disposable diapers. So from then on, I, I just started buying like anything. I was just like, yeah, cloth diapers. I'll buy this one. I'll buy this one. I'll buy this one. So I just bought everything. And, you know, some of them were good and some of them were like really wonky and didn't work at all. And, you know, I guess that's how we all learn. So then by my second child, I like kind of knew already all of this world and I just went even crazier and just tried all the diapers, bought all the diapers. And then at, um, when he was three months old, I said to my husband, um, I need a capital investment. And he goes, what is wrong with you? (laughs) I said, I need capital investment. He's like, why? Okay. He's like, why, why would you need capital investment? I go, cause I'm going to open a store and he goes, okay. All right. What, what are you talking about? And so that's how my journey went. So just crazy cloth diaper person and then capital investment. So yeah. And then I started the store. That was pretty much it. Super cool. So why did you start it? Because it was a hobby for you or could you see a gap in the market? I, um, I think I have a business background, right? So I have a, um, I've had businesses before this. And, um, so I have a bachelor's in painting and photography. So super artistic there, but I also have an MBA. So I've always wanted to like have businesses. And I, when I was trying to buy cloth diapers, like it was, everything was online, online. And I didn't see any like thing near me that I could ask questions. And it really bothered me because I felt so lost, you know? And, um, and social media wasn't like it is right now. This was back in 20, I want to say 2012. So it wasn't like, it was still there. We still had groups and stuff, but it was like a bunch of like ladies, I don't know, talking about 
I don't even know what they're talking about. It wasn't like it is today where you just look everywhere and there's cloth paper stuff everywhere. Um, um, so yeah, I just, I said, I think this is something we can do. And he's like, we, okay, all right, sure. And so he actually gave me my capital investment and he totally thought I was not going to do anything with it. And the next day I came home with like a business bank account and all of the stuff and had bought the inventory. He goes, you really like spent the money. I was like, yeah, I spent the money. It's capital investment. That's what I just, I bought diapers for my business. He's like, oh my God, she's gone off the deep end. (laughs) (laughs) It was hilarious. So that's how Green Path Baby started, which was my original business was a retail store called Green Path Baby. And we carried the major brands, um, which were at the time Cotton Babies, which was Bum Genius and uh, Kinga Care, Rum Perus, and all of those um, uh, of the established U.S. brands. That's what we carried in the, yeah. And from then, you know, like a few years later, we ended up um, opening um, our first brick and mortar store um, and then another one. So it was a good run. I'd say it was a good investment on his part. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So how did you go from owning the store to um, establishing your own brand? So that's a good question because the way it happened was really organic. So when we had this tiny little store, the, our first store was really, really tiny. It was like so tiny that all the moms were like super together and thinking back at it, like in COVID days, you're just like, <laughs> ew, like how are we that close together with babies? Like, oh my gosh, we used to have classes in there and it was just the tiniest space you could like ever imagine. And so we ended up, um, and we were always full always full like uh, like people couldn't get in people couldn't park and I was like you know what I'm gonna get a bigger space so we ended up getting a really nice beautiful store at a mall and so that worked out really really well and we had classes and education every week every week we had different types we had elimination communication class cloth diaper class breastfeeding class you know great cloth diaper change events all of these crunchy mom things and um every time a new parent came to a our store, we would show them the typical US brands, you know? And there was a super huge gap with a cloth diaper that had natural fibers and stay dry, right? So, and that was easy to use. Mm. Um, So there was not really something that was user-friendly for a brand new parent who knows nothing about anything to do with cloth diapers that they could just put on their baby and just be done. Like they didn't want to sit there stuffing stuff, putting stuff in, telling the husband which insert goes with this and their mom to get that little piece and put a flannel thing on top so it's not dry, so it stays dry. So, you know, they were like, why am I paying $30 for a diaper that keeps my baby wet? You know, I'm like, it's, it's organic. And they're like, well, I don't want to, orga- I kind of want the baby to stay dry, you know? So we kind of just heard these these things coming from the parents over and over and over again. And, you know, just by being around all of this cloth diaper talk and all of this, I just literally sat down with a pen and I drew everything out. I drew, it needs to be this big and with this elastic and it has to be this way. And, uh, and just want to work. I literally designed every little piece of that diaper because I could tell what they were struggling with just by talking to them every week and knowing what kind of like what they were going through, the pain points that they were going through, so. Yeah, I get really frustrated when they're not stay dry. Like I hate liners, I hate bothering with it and they bunch up anyway. And yeah, I just yeah, don't understand. Baby, right? Yeah. Like, why would you, I mean, 
I guess from a potty kind of learning training standpoint, the longer you keep your baby wet, right? Like they are felt dry, like the maybe potty train longer, um, you know, theoretically, but I don't know, you know, for me, like, you know, a new baby should probably stay dry, you know, and they're napping and stuff. So they feel a little bit more, you know, comfortable. So, but you yeah. know, everybody has their preferences. Yeah, so. definitely they do. Yeah. For me personally, I'd rather add something at the point where I'm trying to potty train than spend two years prior to that battling against the wetness. Exactly. Exactly. So that, that's what we found. It was just so frustrating for new parents to come into this world, you know, and they're like, well, why can't we have a dry diaper that has no microfiber? Or why can't we have a natural, you know, diaper that doesn't stay wet? And it was like, okay, I, I get it. After being beaten over the head with this like for two years, I was like, I got it. I got you. <laughs> so, that's I can't all that believe happened. you had a, uh, a store in a, in a shopping mall. Like that just is so far from where we are in the UK. Like that just sounds amazing. Oh, it was, it was amazing. Like the, I should, sh- I, I, I have to show you pictures. Um, <laughs> yes, you do. Our opening day had a line around the block and it no was way. like, yes. And this was like the proudest moment of my life because something so weird and like to most people like cloth diapers when I went to the bank you know to open my my business bank account the guy laughed at me I'm not kidding he was like you're selling what and I'm like cloth diapers and he's like (laughs) okay all right we'll go with that you're gonna be super successful let's just you know I'll just give you like the baby checking account okay sign here so um yeah so but you know it was amazing and it was just it was crazy, like just mind blowing. And I'll show you some of the pictures because literally it was the proudest moment of my life to make that kind of investment, to have like a beautiful store. You know, my biggest fear was to like opening and, and it was like crickets, nobody shows up. <laughs> so to see the community really come and support us, it was like mind blowing. And just, you know, it, it was amazing. It was literally one of the best days of my life. So. Yeah, I bet. Oh, you must be so proud. I over the moon uh, which is it's funny because you know now being at the back end of it this was the complete wrong job for my personality but I believe in the mission of cloth diapers so firmly Mm. that I just went like a crazy bull in a china shop like you know forward and uh and that's how that came to be but you know after a while you know just the realities of being in the store all the time when you have two little kids you know was really taxing it was really hard you know like to just pull that off as a mom and work and cook and drop your kids off at school and just managing employees it was like after all after a while I just burnt out and so and that's when Lighthouse really like from when we launched it took off at such a pace that we really I could not handle having a store and that responsibility plus doing lighthouse at the same time so we ended up selling uh green path baby and um now we just have lighthouse which is like such a huge weight off my shoulders because it brings me back to what i really love to do which is art design you know and kind of business management versus um you know being at a store which is it's like a whole other you know business kind of venture i think yeah retail's hard as well like it's a lot of on your feet all day it's hard graft oh and people call in sick you know and they have their babies and you can't be like your baby's sick just bring them to work with diarrhea like no that doesn't work (laughs) you know it's like it's 
it's like at the end of the day, it's it's your responsibility, you know, yeah. it's, it, and it's a serious one and you can't be closed at a mall. You're open, you know, nine to, for us, it was nine to seven every day and 10 to nine during Saturday and like 10 to six on Sunday. So there was, there were no day, days off except for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So that was it. Mm, that's tough. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> um, so I really love all your bonding and stuff. Um, where did the name Lighthouse Kids Company come from? So we are in Jupiter, Florida. And if you lived here, you'd be like, that is the most unimaginative name I've ever oh. heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not even a city it's a town it's the town of Jupiter and it is known for its lighthouse and uh, I just moved here um, with my husband we moved here about I want to say 13 years ago and we just fell in love with it it's like this quiet little beachy town um, you know with with a lighthouse and these beautiful beaches and the intercoastal and it's just all about like sea life and it's so funny because everything here is named lighthouse um and even the place that I rent, like my warehouse facility in is called like Lighthouse. Like everything is Lighthouse. My kids, <laughs> you know, elementary school is Lighthouse. Everything is Lighthouse. So I'm like, I probably should have been a little bit more creative <laughs> with the name. Um, but yeah, I just felt the vibe. I was like, it's, it is what it is. I just sat down. I designed the logo. It was like, literally I channeled it into the page, all of it. Like it was just like, once I knew what I had to do, I just sat down and designed the whole thing in like a week. So, well, it's an it's an unusual name here in the UK. So, yeah. <laughs> I like it. It makes us stand out, I guess, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, normally brands have always got something to do with babies in the name or something like that. So, um, it does stand out a bit. Yeah. Good. I didn't want anything like bums and stuff because I also know that markets change. And so, you know, I know that if you put something that's very, you know, I don't want something that tied us to a specific idea really soon. So like we can expand into other things, you know, it could be lighthouse women's something, whatever. So we can always kind of play with it, you know? Um, but yeah, if we named our company, like something like I don't know, bubble butts or whatever, you know, we, we would have been stuck to that kind of situation. Yeah. Cause you do a range of shoes as well for children, don't you? We have little shoes. We've like, we started with little shoes too. We have diaper bags. Um, before 2021, we were really expanding um, into different uh, markets. Um, and after 2021, because of the fear, because I thought, oh my gosh, we're all gonna die. Um, we kind of just put a pause <laughs> into it and really focused on cloth diapers which turned out to be really great because that's actually a sector that for us grew the most in 2021 so you know the instincts to kind of hunker down and what we do and what we do well mm. was, was right for that time period so cool um so you've got four styles of nappy let me get this right you've got a cover and then a cover that can be used as a swim and then two versions of your all-in-one so one of them is for sort of larger older children which yeah. was the one you initially came up with so the original design was the signature all-in-one which is a smaller all-in-one because mm -hmm. again one of the issues everything that we do at lighthouse really the way that the diapers are made was informed by you know my experience with uh, the cloth diaper classes. I mean, they just taught me everything about um, cloth diapers because, you know, when we're in the business, we're so focused on it and we don't really see what an outsider sees, right? And so they also talked to me about new parents coming into the store. We're always talking about um, having 
to skip the newborn stage. They didn't like the fact that they had to buy all of these newborn diapers, then mm. all of these one size diapers. That's a huge investment in somebody's mind. So we kind of made a diaper that was um, stretchy enough with the um, TPU and had a cut that would fit most babies, right? From like around six to seven pounds to um, 32 pounds. So if we saw a couple that, you know, already had an older child that was really a big baby at birth, like maybe their first kid was like eight pounds. We knew confidently that they could just buy the signature bundle of however many diapers they wanted and they would be able to claw successfully from birth rather than having to buy, you know, newborn diapers and going from there. So, yeah. um, and then the Supreme came later because we had a lot, um, I don't want to say a lot, but we had quite a few customers um, that had children um, that um, one really stuck in my mind. One was a child that had cerebral palsy and she was older. She was maybe like, um, I want to say nine or 10. And her mom used to shop with us a lot and we couldn't find diapers to fit her little body correctly um, because of her like height um, and like the shape of her legs uh, because she was an older child. And I said, there literally is nothing in the market that can help this child right now. Mm. And it just, it gutted me. I was like, we need to do something that, you know, can help these children, um, you know, like transition from like maybe long-term uh, diapering and stuff like that. Something that they have an option to go maybe from baby to longer term diapering to then maybe adult diapers as she gets older, more into the teenage years. So that's kind of like where that came from. So we just tested a bunch of cuts and kind of came up with that and use the same stretchy um, TPU. So it's really easily easy to manipulate, you know, in different body shapes and stuff like that and to adjust the absorbency too. Yeah, there's definitely a gap in the market and in the plus size sort of range. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you got to think that, you know, like there's different abilities, you know, there are children on the spectrum or maybe you have a toddler that just doesn't want to potty train, you know, and yeah. he's like really hefty. I had a customer that had um, at the store that had a really huge child. Like I've never seen such a big kid. Like he was like <laughs> huge, like even from birth. And this, this woman was petite. So I'm like, what is going on? Um, and I met her husband and I was like, okay, that makes sense. Um, he was like six, six something, but he was like a, like some kind of like, I don't know, football player. He was a big guy. So this kid was huge. And so he went straight from like to like Supremes. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> Just have these bigger one size diapers, you know? So yeah, if you need a bit of a growing room sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So, and then the covers just always, the covers the, the, with the um, athletic wicking jersey have always been part of our uh, kind of like collection because honestly, we're in Florida and everybody's in the water all the time, all day, every day. And uh, prior to having like this style of diaper, you know, which is basically a cloth diaper that you adjust, um, the size, all, they had to like buy... Um, I forgot the name of the brand, but just the ones that are like size one and then size two and then size three, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, again, it's a waste of money. So the swims are popular here. Are they? Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think like here, because like, we don't really get out like in the water very much because it's always so cold. <laughs> yeah. We have, um, uh, like everybody, all of the kids here have to take swim lessons. You know, everybody has to, because I mean, it's just like a safety issue. There's just water everywhere. And so, you know, you'll see like little babies as young as like six months, like in the pool, like, you know, running around or on the beach and, and 
usually you have um, uh, like a swimming classes like two or three times a week. So every yeah. child in Florida, two or three times a week, you know, plus on the weekends on the boat and, you know, at the beach. So it's just a lot of water all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I only ever have, I, I've used size swim nappies, my boy, but we've only ever had one, like we haven't needed a spare. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here they need a lot, you know, and God forbid they poop at the pool or something. So you have to have your spare. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so tell me through the design of your nappies, like what were the must-have features that you wanted to include? Um, for us, it did have to have um, four um, like rise uh, snaps instead of three because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we wanted to get really little for newborns. And then also the tall, um, I don't know how you, how, you, how you guys call it in the UK, but um, the hip snap being higher instead of lower Um, And that's for mobility, because again, if you're swimming and doing kind of like sporty things and moving around with the diaper, we really want that uh, range of motion up and kind of, you know, where the baby has room to kind of like go whichever way he needs to go. So that was really important. And of course, the book fold and insert was something that literally just like was, it just came to me as I was like playing with the diaper. I was just like, open this way, open that way, open this way, open that way. Put the dry here, but okay. So I, I think the book fold insert is really is really easy for a person who has no idea about cloth diapers to be like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, just this way, that way, easy. Yeah, so. yeah. It's a simple, simple fold, not like something complicated. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to reduce the barriers to entry to cloth diapering. You know, we like the barriers as you know we get into it because we're like, oh, I can fold a kite fold with an angel twist and da 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 da. But this <laughs> like later in our journey right like if you tell this to a brand new parent they're like you're crazy like no so yeah yeah and your whole sort of like um business and branding seems to be around sort of helping parents and and getting them into cloth rather than talking about kite folds (laughs) exactly so everything for us is I always imagine myself at that time where I, I I wish somebody had you know come and said dude, you don't have to like do anything in your kid's butt. His butt's just fine. Just use some cloth diapers. It's super easy here. Just put it on him. And I, you know, so, and that's kind of how we treated it. Every parent that walked through our door, whether they were there to buy like cute bamboo clothes or whatever, jujube, like, you know, they, they saw the cloth diapers and they were like curious about it. And we wanted to make it accessible to people who normally would not have given it a second look you know that that's always been my mission and if you look at our Instagram and stuff it's really about bringing in you know that new parent that overwhelmed parent and saying hey you can you can do this it's cool it's cute and you don't really have to worry about like all these crazy things you know like it's it's easy you can do it um and we're here to help you know if you need any help but you shouldn't because it's super easy so you're good yeah (laughs) (laughs) And so where are your nappies made and how are they transported? So they are made in China and we have been with the same factory this, the entire time. It's oh, wow. one factory and they, uh, we've been in business with them for a long time. And they even, um, they were recommended to us by a big clothing manufacturer that we used to carry um, when we had the store. So when we were looking for um, factories, we reached out to some of the partners that, um, that, that we knew manufactured in China that ha- that kind of had connections in that sector. 
and they put us in contact with this uh, with this factory, and uh, we just talked to them extensively. They helped, you know, me with product development. I wasn't, you know, versed on that part of business, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and kind of alongside, we just kind of grew, and we have one factory, and I love them so much, and. We met them in person um, in Germany, and I just—it's like a really group of small. Um, it's a small factory, really tight knit people. Um, talk to them on WhatsApp. WhatsApp. My accent got me over there um, <laughs> all the time, um, and just just awesome people. Like just glad to the, so glad that we like found them. Like I was super lucky to kind of you know be referred to them because they are like amazing. So. I'll never let them go. They'll have to kick me out. So, (laughs) Um, and the way they're transported. So um, we, um, okay. So cloth diapers, like in general, like everything that comes from, um, from China usually comes wrapped in individual single plastics. And uh, we um, are really cognizant of all of those aspects of business, especially having the store and seeing how things are packaged, you know, from different manufacturers, we just really, really knew that we didn't want any plastic packaging in our products for Lighthouse Kids. And so the first shipment we got, we were super excited and I opened that box and there was just like plastic everywhere. Every single diaper, every single wet bag, every single everything was like wrapped in plastic and I almost didn't want to touch it. I was like, oh my gosh, like how many, like, I don't know, plastic trees had to die for this, like seriously. Um, so, so my second order, I was like, no more plastic. And I was just like, well, if the shipment gets bumped, it's going to ruin your diapers. And I go, I will sacrifice them for the <laughs> So I have them, um, I have them basically, they do ship them in uh, boxes, but we have them wrap bundles in scrap fabric. So, you know, before you print a fabric, um, you know, for mass production, they send you samples, they print like this big like TPU piece of um, that's like unlaminated unlam- for you to see how the print comes out. And I said, just tear those up, make them into strips and wrap them in individual bundles and don't wrap them in plastic. Now, if it's a big shipment, like sometimes the boxes are oversized, they do have to put plastic around, but instead of being tiny, a bunch of tiny little ones, it's like a big sheet that we reuse. We actually line every single shelf of the warehouse with um, that plastic that comes if it comes in the big box so we can reuse it and not like throw it away. I am paranoid and crazy about plastic usage. Um, Mm. So it's just not me. I feel bad for the environment. I never use paper plates or stuff. (laughs) It drives me crazy. This little cup I've had for like 30 years. Like I just keep washing it because I feel bad. (laughs) Yeah. It really opened my eyes actually when I learned that you didn't ship in plastic because um, when I review nappies, I'll often talk about the packaging that they've come in. Mm-hmm. But the, that's the packaging from the retailer to me. And if they yeah. have come back in plastic, I'm a bit like, mm, that's not great. But then it's really made me see how much it, there is plastic and it's just removed before it gets to me. So that's kind of a bit pointless. And they really even they even have a smell to them, you know, because they've been in the plastic and they go through the shipping process. And we noticed that once we um, remo- stopped using plastic, the stuff doesn't have that weird, there's a strange smell and it, and it's from being in the plastic for so long. So if I'm smelling something, then it's, there's, there's something there, you know, that's, yeah. that's coming through. So for me, it's, it's a no go for plastics for us. We try to avoid it like the plague Our every single 
like mailer is uh, compostable. We had to get these. We were the first U.S. business to actually get this from Australia in the cloth diaper. And it was like a ton of money. And I'm like, I don't care. I'll, I'll buy it because I felt so bad. Like <laughs> I put them in, the, in those poly mailers and I'm just like, whatever. I mean, I think in some points it's like unavoidable, but you know, you do the best you can wherever you can. It's like my philosophy on that. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a good philosophy to have. Yeah. I think like, it's like when you mail all the clothes as well um, from a store and they come yeah. like each item of clothing within the plastic mailer is wrapped in plastic, but they haven't done that. It's just that they haven't taken it out of that like they do when they put them up for sale on the hangers. And it makes you see how much there is behind the scenes. Yeah, there's so much. There's so much. And I, I learned this from the store, you know? So some companies were better than others about like, how they present, you know, it all goes back to your ethos, right? Like what's your ethos as a company? Who am I as a company, right? Who am I, you know, cause I can be an individual and have beliefs, but who are we as, as Lighthouse Kids as a company, you know? Um, what do we believe in, you know? And we have to follow that through all the way from production, all the way to the customer experience. I love packaging. I am a huge, like when I see something pretty at the supermarket, I'm like, oh my God, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to put packaging on my diapers so hard. You have no idea, like beautiful, because all of these ideas and all of this stuff. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what I do or how beautiful it is. You know, like it's, is it necessary? And does mm. it go with the overall ethos of what we're trying to accomplish as a cloth diaper? company you know so it's really about thinking deeply about these things you know because it's not just about the diaper as a product the diaper and the mom's cloth diaper like we're doing something you know different than mainstream you know so you know where do we stand on that I guess is the question yeah so so what is your most favorite print you've ever made I I knew you're gonna ask me that right but (laughs) And my answer is totally not evasive because it's not. I honestly, every print that's about to come out is my favorite print. I wait months for it. I'm like crazy <laughs> on it. I'm like, it's going to be the best one we've ever done every time, every, every time. And then the, the older ones, I'm like, eh, whatever. That was like so 10 years ago, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, I don't really have a favorite. I love them all for different reasons. And because I guess of my art background, I love to push different things. Like if I'm in the mood, I'll make something this way or more minimalist here or more crazy here or more watercolor here. So, you know, it really depends on the mood that I'm in. And then once they're produced and they get here, I'm like, oh my gosh, those are the best. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone that's coming is my favorite cloth diaper. And then the ones that are passed, I'm like, that was good too. But, you know, I was just like, the, the ones that are coming are always my favorite. And I think it's just because we push so I'm always excited to see the reaction of, you know, everybody um, to see it. Funnily enough, when I use other people's designs, I can tell you, oh, this one's really, really good. You know, that one's bad or this one's good or whatever. But with my own designs, it's always the one that's coming. That's the best one. Because I, I don't know, maybe it's because of like FOMO maybe or reverse. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why. Now I want to see what's coming. <laughs> oh, it's really good. <laughs> I just, there are boxes from that video I posted yesterday. And um, so we have to check them in, right? Before we start digging into it. Like I have to check in, you know, box 31, make sure all the stuff in box 31 is all there. And here I am this morning, as I'm here poking holes in the box, trying to see what, you know, what the prints look like. <laughs> Printed. <laughs> 
And my dad's like, stop touching the boxes. I'm like, but I really want to see what it looks like, like right now. He's like, we'll get there. I'm like, I know. It's like sticking your finger in the birthday cake, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So what's next for your brand? I think for us, it's community. Um, I really, um, 2021 was a shock to the system in in a lot of ways, in a good way. And I think I'm just enjoying um, like coming back to our first love of cloth diapers and kind of just building that community. I want to be able to really, you know, go back to that ethos about how can we serve instead of like how many products I can, you know, put out. Like to, for me, it's not like that. I want to serve the community and be able to kind of like listen, you know, like what are, what do you guys want? What are you guys, you know, what's some challenges that you're facing with cloth diapers? Because I think ultimately if you respond to those questions and you really listen to what the community's needs are in a certain area, then you're going to be successful no matter what. Um, you know, and I think, and I think that's what it is building that community. Um, so for 2022 is 2021 is to really, um, just get everybody together, get, you know, be part of, of this community that's, you know, growing in leaps and bounds, um, you know, where you guys are in Australia, everybody's growing. I think here too, there's been like kind of a little mini renaissance because of COVID, you know, we saw a lot of new moms come in you know, to our chat groups and all of this stuff. And we want to really be a place for them to be supported and kind of upheld in a place where there's no dumb questions and people aren't going to bully them for, for being like, which one is the website? You know, I mean, <laughs> you don't know these things. You just don't know, you know, when you haven't yeah. done it before. And somebody shouldn't be like, you're so dumb for asking that because, you know, they're not. They just haven't had experience with it. So we want to support them. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. I, I really like that. Yeah. It's a good ethos to have, definitely. Yeah. And <laughs> um, right, well, thanks for your time today. It was really lovely chatting, and um, I just have so much like respect for your band and and what you've done and and what you're trying to do with it. It's it's great. Thank you. I appreciate that. We work really hard to kind of like just think through things. I think you know a lot of um a lot of things that we do, we have to know why we're doing them and then everything else kind of solves itself, you know? So I hope that's coming through and I just, you know, just want to share the love of cloth diapers with like everybody that I come in <laughs> with, even my banker. <laughs> Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this. Please remember to subscribe to my channel and leave a review. And if you know someone else that would find this content really interesting, then please feel free to share it with them as well.